0: It's okay to have an obsession. I dive into my craziest, imaginative and plain stupid obsessions. Mentally Obsessed is a podcast in which people can share and relate to obsessions anytime, anywhere. Obsessed ever Ever again? I'll talk about it. Obsessed with World of Warcraft? Yeah, me too. Whenever the opportunity arises, I also interview celebrities or people of interest. So, what are you waiting for? Let your obsessions reign free.
1: I am Danielle McRae. I'm Taylor Gray. I'm Laura Post. Jelly I'm Patty Matson.
0: What's it like to voice Ajara? Do you have a connection to the character?
1: Yes. Ajara is Ajara was actually one of the very first like super big important roles I booked.
0: What inspired you to become a voice actress?
1: Uh, so what's inspired me were there were two different things. So one it was cartoons inspired me to want to get voice acting.
0: What inspired you to start a tarot collection?
1: Well I started studying tarot about 20 years ago and I started playing WoW a little over 11 years ago and you know the whole 20 years that I've been looking at tarot I've always thought to myself that I would just really love to make a
0: deck. What's it like to be a part of the Star Wars community? Uh,
1: I mean I don't know if there's any better community to be involved with I know everyone who was a part of the show and worked on the show um, was so fortunate and grateful to be a part of it um, because it's an amazing family that you get brought into and you you realize that you go to things like Celebration was only a few weeks
0: ago. How do you feel about Sylvanas' progression in the next expansion?
1: Well, you know, um, I always try to uh, not be connected to judging her regardless because our our job is to deliver a performance for the character that uh, is not in judgment of, of what she's doing or what they're writing because it's to stay true to delivering
0: Known as Jewels in the Affair, Sunbury in Overwatch and Rise Valorant. I'd like to give a massive warm welcome to Carolina Ravasa who I interviewed for this week's podcast episode. Don't forget to subscribe and to follow her on all of her channels. And also follow me on Twitter, Twitch and all the others, just under I Am Re Smart. So how's everything with the pandemic and everything? Oh, how are you handling things? Uh-
1: you know, uh, taking it a day at a time. It's been a learning curve, and I think that at the beginning we were all like, wow, What happened here?" And now we've kind of adjusted to this being uh, the new way of doing things. So, yeah, you know, things are coming along. I'm um, do my workouts at home. I uh, record voiceovers from my closet. It's it's a wonderful setup.
0: <laughs> do you, um like recording artists that like the producers, directors, and um those people like have any complaints with not having to like record in the studio because it might be like obviously it's difficult for you, isn't it? Because you've only got your closet to record in.
1: Yeah, I mean, every, you know, everyone's been really, really sweet and patient explaining to voice actors if they didn't have a home studio set up. Uh, you know, every sound engineer walks you through what button to press, how to change the input and output and the this and the that. So, you know, I think that because there's nothing we can do, it's not like the actor just was lazy and didn't want to go into the studio. You know, everyone's had to adjust. So. Once in a while we've had to stop recordings because like the trash truck is going by my house and it's too noisy, you know, cause I don't have a perfectly, you know, completely controlled sound studio. But I think that everyone's doing the best that they can. And luckily everyone's been very kind and studios have not been angry. Um, you know, cause that's, that's just what we have to do. We we don't have another option.
0: So. You've got many roles under your belt, in including voice acting and act, um, actress, like on TV. Um, so what are like, your biggest roles you've ever done?
1: Well, for now, uh, video games has been um, Sombra in Overwatch and Raze in Valorant. Um, those have been incredibly fun and, you know, really beautiful characters that I've gotten to work on that I feel very proud of. Um, and, you know, I've worked on smaller roles in, in te- television that are um, on Mr. Robot and The Affair and uh you know I've just done a bunch of uh, indie films and and then just animation voices for cartoons but those are the bigger ones that I mentioned oh
0: that's really that's really good I play Valorant on, on my streams so like my cousin um she always plays Ray, so you, you hear your voice all the time which is fantastic I absolutely love Raze that's Raze is awesome. a really good character <laughs> so what's your story behind applying for the role of Raze from Valorant then what, what have you any secrets or anything? Well, that you can say, obviously, without not getting in trouble.
1: Um, You know, it's, uh, we've, as actors, voice actors, we've been auditioning for, I say we, you know, just including me and my friends who have done a bunch of video games. But um, the kind of way we go about th- things is we have agents who get us auditions. And so one of the auditions I got was Valorant because I, I'm, I can do a Brazilian accent in English and, and can speak some Portuguese. So they were considering that for, for Ray's obviously. Um, And I I lived in Rio for a while when I was uh, in my early twenties. So, you know, it was, I usually, when they're looking for ethnically appropriate things, it's like, you know, must be able to speak Spanish like Sombra or uh, something along those lines. So, you know, I, I just connected to Ray's and her high energy and uh, excitement for explosives I have never thrown a grenade in my life, but, uh, you know, I just kind of loved her energy and I connected to that since the beginning. So you send in an audition with a couple of voice lines and uh, then they might have a call back or they might just book you. And I was lucky enough that Riot Games wanted me for Raise, So uh, we went in to record the next week. It was really exciting.
0: So you definitely went in studio to do that thing. How long ago was that?
1: yeah. Was right before the pandemic hit, so I was lucky to go in uh, in February, and then maybe one in March, right before everything shut down. And uh, I did have to re-record some stuff in April or May. And I was, um, oh no, wait, a, a lot, a, a little bit later. So that must have been uh, August that we recorded some stuff. So I, uh, I had to get under a duvet uh, at a friend's house because I actually, there was a lot of construction happening near my house and there was no way they were going to stop, you know, for two hours for me to record. So I, I literally went over to a friend's with my nice microphone and created a fort in his room and recorded under his, you know, pillow coverings, uh, and that was that, but most of them were in studio, luckily, because I, I really do prefer when sound engineers take care of of what they do best.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's that sounds interesting, especially when you said you had to hide under a duvet to do everything. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, because you want to make sure that you're not hearing the echo of the room, and you know, luckily there was carpet on the floor. But I put you know four chairs around me so that I could sit under under there comfortably and set up my my computer and my microphone. Quite funny.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> um, if you could voice any other character, who would it be and why from the Valorant universe?
1: Oh, you know, this is a really hard question. I get that asked to in- watch a lot, and I used to say Junkrat because he's a very similar, uh, crazy to raise, and it's it's kind of funny that I've always wanted to voice um, that I say I've always said Junkrat, and then I to voice raised because they are similar um for valorant i don't know i i think that they all have really really fabulous qualities i think i like the dark sense of humor that cypher has so maybe i would say cypher <laughs>
0: oh i play cypher sometimes as well cypher is really oh, good nice. i like cypher uh, yeah so- all
1: the all the voice actors for that are are, are really fabulous
0: so you you, you um interview people yourself don't you on twitch and you've interviewed do, some I of do. the some of the voice actors and actresses from valorant haven't you
1: yeah yeah that's actually how i started I, I was really excited to i was doing this for my youtube channel and um i wanted to have zach on who's the zach is the writer for valorant mm-hmm. and i realized that you know an interview with him would be way longer than just saying a few voice lines with other voice actors so i thought what if I do this live on Twitch, you know, and that way, you know, gamers can, can follow live and ask questions in the moment. So I started with, uh, I, I wanted to start with him, but he was a little busy and then, uh, but I, I was, I was lucky enough to to start with Afalabi Ali. And then we moved along and I've, I've gotten most on, except for Killjoy and Viper and the new one, uh, cause we, we got to get in touch, but you know, slowly we're getting through them all.
0: That's how, that's how like, um, I was like uh, on YouTube one day and I was like, oh, I've, seen, I've seen you do the interview with Ryan. I was like, oh, I'm so need to watch this. I really do. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They're all really fun. Uh, they're, you know, great people and they, they put so much heart into their characters. So um, it, it's been a joy to do.
0: So who or what inspired you to become uh, an actress then? who is there anyone in particular who inspired you?
1: I mean, I think that... Uh a kid I was um just I loved being well loud and hyperactive so there was an acting vein in me I think but I I I always say that I loved um oh gosh what's his name Robin Williams Williams was just one of my favorites because he did voices but he also did uh you know tv acting and film acting so I I learned a lot from him as a kid but I just think that I've I've as the years go on, I've I've watched a lot of actors that I admire, and uh I, I just love animation. So it's it's been kind of fun to be able to to watch cartoons and then and then dream about doing it and then actually doing it. So here we are.
0: Is there any uh projects or or anything you're proud of? I oh, know this is like a, a a question that you can just say like all my projects I love and enjoy because most of the time voice actresses or actors normally say that when i ask that question but i thought you know what you might give me an interesting question so i mean an interesting <laughs> answer
1: yeah i mean i there of course there are a lot of roles that i really feel proud of especially the the two video game ones that we're talking most about but um i i do my own web series on my youtube channel that uh i feel proud of in a different way because it's something that i created by myself and i play all the characters and i edit the whole thing by myself so i feel like that's something that I, I put a lot of heart into, and it's uh, it's a very unique project because it's it comes from me, you know. So I, I am definitely proud of that. It's called hispanglo Saxon, and it's based on you know real life stories of just things that I had to deal with in casting. Um, so that's
0: yeah. Is that that's the name of your channel as well? Like the your main one is that's it?
1: the name of my channel. Yep.
0: i've I've always wondered why it's not just caroline I was like "Hmm, i wonder why it's not that so you've just answered that question for me which is
1: great (laughs) yep yep it's a it's a take on making up the word hispanic and saxon and uh and that's what you get so i am a hispanglo-saxon because i feel like i'm a mix of both um and not just one and in america they want to kind of put you in a little uh corner and i'm like nope (laughs) (laughs)
0: um do you see you speak spanish then
1: Yep, I do. I do. I grew up in South America.
0: Have you ever thought about teaching Spanish on your channel?
1: You know, I think that I'm going to leave the teaching to the teachers. Um, I think, uh, I, you know, I've, I've done videos where I have a, a character that pretends to teach Spanish and she's not very good at it, but uh, I, I don't think I'm going to delve into that. I, I like acting and doing other sorts of performances, so I'll let the teachers teach. <laughs>
0: um. Let me see. Uh, how can someone in, working in like the public eye maintain their mental well-being, in your opinion?
1: That's a tricky question. I think that everyone has to find their own um, their own ways, right? What works for them? Because I know, like, some friends love boxing to exert energy and and stay sane. While I prefer something like yoga. So, I think that. Um, You know, social media is a really wonderful tool, but it can also be really damaging. So I think that finding a balance between how long you spend on Instagram and Twitter and, you know, looking at other people's numbers and comparing yourself with their perfect photos. I think that we have to, uh, you know, learn to love ourselves and be okay with who we are so that we don't constantly compare ourselves with other people um, or or let comments, you know, criticism or what might be a joke be taken seriously, and then you think, oh wow, that was really mean of that person to say when they didn't mean it that way. And I think that uh, because people can hide behind their screens and just say whatever they want, it can be a really a really hurtful tool. So I think that more than ever now with social media, we have to you know learn to do self care and and. Uh, do things that we love that are separate to social media so that our life isn't dictated by that. You know, I think it's a, it's a thing that everyone struggles with and, and everyone has to find their own balance. You know, I like to post something and get off of it. So I don't stare at the comments and wait for, you know, people's likes to come in. I think that it's just, I post it for whoever wants to see it and if they don't, that's okay. But uh, it's just kind of like being okay with you yourself uh, separate to your social see
0: that, that- you know they kind of, uh, especially being a streamer myself, they they often teach you that um, likes are important. The amount of engagement it gets always important. They get like sponsorships and things like that. But I'm like, I'm like, but I'm not in it to get paid. But, but that's obviously that's got to be an end goal because I can't carry on doing this streaming without getting like a permanent job, etc., without getting paid. So yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I've, I've always like like oh, i I stress myself out sometimes because like i'm like oh, i want to do stuff in the media but i just can't because like i don't get in i can't like live off streaming alone and like because i've got anxiety and things i've never really gone out of my way to like go to drama school because i always wanted to be an actor myself but because i was bullied mm-hmm. in school that kind of stopped me from um from pursuing acting and i've, yeah. I've and I've thought about about it before, but I was like, yeah, whatever
1: <laughs> so what what do you do to maintain your anxiety um in check? If so, you don't mind me asking <laughs> so normally
0: normally, I just stay in the house and I don't go out anywhere i can, physically can't i always I always have my curtain shut because I feel like I don't want anyone from the outside world to look in it's 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 very it's very weird like i've I'm, I'm under like psychiatry um psychology all that and cbt as well to manage all that stuff but i've only just technically started so like i'm not physically like there yet so i I really physically can't give tips on how i can maintain anxiety to be honest
1: yeah yeah i mean you know it's it's really interesting uh this subject because i feel like we go to i have a helicopter going by i hope it's not (laughs) incredibly loud. we go to a lot of comic cons and a lot of the questions that are asked while we do panels is you know how do you uh treat anxiety you know how are you happy all the time because people just assume that we're happy all the time because of course we go onto a, a a panel and you know we're high energy because we are there to do a job and and express what we do best and uh you know I'm not going to show up at a panel and be like oh hey guys
0: yeah yeah
1: but I think that it's, it's this idea that everyone's happy all the time, and, and that's impossible. Nobody is happy all the time, right? Um, but one of the things I've learned as I hear other peers talk about anxiety is, you know, getting up and actually moving, like if you are feeling anxious or, you know, spiraling in your head or feeling super stressed, you know, take yourself for a walk. Jump into the shower, even if you maybe already showered. Uh, do do something different, do something crafty that you're not already doing because you have to like almost get out of your brain and into your body. You know, Take deep breaths, uh, try a yoga class, or try doing meditation as soon as you wake up so that you start the day with a clear, fresh brain. Um, so, I mean, those are things that at different moments I definitely uh, do because if I am overtired or feeling a little scratchy uh, or sad, you know, it's like what what do i need in this moment to pick up my energy uh in a way that still feels good and i'm not just ignoring what i'm feeling because i do think we have to sit with the emotion and and feel it and process it but um also let it move through the body right i think a very important thing
0: yeah i think it should be like taught in schools because we at school we used to have like one lesson in form time where they're dedicated in teaching us like um sex education things like that and I was like maybe they should I don't know if they do it because I'm I'm obviously not in school anymore but I think they should definitely teach people how to maintain their mental health because it is important
1: yeah absolutely I agree just I mean I think the basic breathing techniques and and how to to stay calm in situations is is a you know as actors we're taught that because we can't get uh stage fright, or all of a sudden you're on stage and you forget a line. And I remember teachers just saying, breathe really deeply. And the line will come to you like what you were, um, whatever you're worried about. If you just kind of take a moment to pause and breathe, you will find, uh, you will find the way to, to keep moving forward. And, uh, and all the, all the yoga and acting exercises that we learn to be actors. I think they're just really great exercises to be human, you know?
0: mm yeah. So I've always wanted to be like, I've always wanted to do Comic Con hosting as well. Like that's that's like been my goal uh, with these podcasting things and and radio as well. I'm gonna get a radio job. I've applied and nothing's happened Yeah. And that and that kind of really affects me mentally sometimes as well. Like, oh, why can't I can't do this and why can't I can't do that. It's it's really frustrating sometimes.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing, right? You know, we've all been there. And I didn't wake up as the voice of of Ray's. You know. Um, nobody wakes up doing what they do now, so it's it's like we've all been through hell at some point or another, and it's it's finding the ways that you uh, talk yourself out of the self hate. And everyone has imposter syndrome at some point, and it's just like, nope, this is what I'm pursuing unapologetically. And right now, I might not be the best, but I'm getting there. You know, all of us have it. I had moments when I was recording Rays that I thought, uh oh they're going to fire me because we're not we're not getting what they need and then the writer would go actually carolina that line's not working because it's not a great line let's delete it and we'll write a new one and i was like wow you know it sometimes it takes really beautiful people to get out of their own way and and not have an ego to say you know what that line sounds terrible because it i didn't write it very well and that's so big of 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 the writer of valorant because a lot of times other writers might go oh, that's just not working okay moving on and then you feel like a crappy actor when in truth it, it just wasn't a great line and we can find a new one you know and i really that's why i really appreciated that experience because they were so welcoming to making mistakes and changing things and new suggestions and and finding what worked as a team instead of just you know blaming somebody for what's not working so sometimes it is a mix of, of things you know
0: going back on to like um press and stuff did, did you ever have like press trainings i watched an episode of keeping up with the kardashians uh, a long time ago and kendall got um press like training does every actor and actress go through that nope no. um
1: <laughs> i mean i think that some some people if they hire a pr agent they might get pointers on what to do but um no you know for the most part we're just thrown into the to the lion's den and you know you got to kind of learn to fend for yourself i think that i was lucky to i did a little bit of of stuff uh relating to press when a a film of mine came out in new york but Mm -hmm. for the the great thing about um overwatch which was before Valorant was that you know we we were doing panels with other actors who were kind of in the same boat as I was but we loved video games so much that you just kind of low speak really well of the game and the people that you worked with because it was such a good experience you just know kind of what to highlight and and what to talk about but even then people get very anxious and and worried that they might say the wrong thing and so it's it's not always easy but i think that as as actors we have learned to be in the public eye for other things so um you know, it's just it comes with the territory, and we and we learn along the way, and we have to be okay with making mistakes, and uh, and and knowing that we just might have to move on from them without yeah. being too hard on ourselves.
0: Of of um, when I first started uh, interviewing guests, I had I had booked someone very um, I'm not going to say names or anything um, but. I'd booked him, and with the PR agent, I was like, okay, so I'm, I found their personal email on um, on IMDb. So it's like, oh, I'm just gonna message them to get to know them a bit better and to say I've got anxiety and mental health issues. I may stutter a lot, and we might have to re-record things, etc., etc. Um, next day, the PR agent was like, we're not doing it anymore. I was like, oh, okay. And I was, they wouldn't tell me why at first, and I was like so can you tell me why so i can avoid this again in the future and i was like yeah we was quite stumped back that you'd that you'd gone through us and then you'd gone through her and so it was like we're not doing it again ever again and that I was like wow that really that really affected me then so it's like ever since I've been like really careful like tiptoeing around guests and I always make sure my guests are comfortable all the time they always know the answer, the, the questions I'm going to ask so they don't feel com- uncomfortable themselves so I like to make sure my guests are warm and welcome and because word gets around Hollywood, especially. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, I think that because we we do these a lot, it's sometimes it's just the the manager or the agent kind of trying to to make, you know, we if, if we if we do these so much, it's they have to kind of be a gatekeeper of like, where we're putting our energy and stuff like that. So I think that sometimes uh, yeah, it is looked down upon if you have gone through an agent and then you go to them directly, uh, especially because you're already gonna go and interview them. So I guess in the future maybe it's it's more about like once you sign on with them, hey, this is how it's gonna go down. Let me know if there's any things. I just want you to know i it's kind of like it can be the intro of when you've already got them on, but um, yeah, for sure, sometimes reaching out to people directly throws people off. Um, just because we get so many requests like this that uh, it's it's a way to kind of protect themselves as well you know
0: yeah i haven't done it since
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry that happened but you know it was a learning experience and uh and now you you won't do it again or or it'll it'll happen differently i think that that's you know life is about making mistakes and moving forward and i think that sometimes we just we we're so hard on ourselves and i am too you know i haven't forgiven myself for things i did years ago but it's it's like it's got to be okay you know
0: Mm mm-hmm So, next question is, have you played Valorant before? If yes, who is your favourite character and why? (laughs)
1: Uh, I have not played Valorant. I played Overwatch and I failed miserably and I just feel like they're really fast first-person shooters and I'm so terrible at that. They actually, actually... They give me anxiety. So I would not want to, like, I don't want to actively put myself in that position where I'm just like, this isn't fun and it's kind of stressful for me. I prefer to be a passive viewer when I watch TV or something like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just like, oof. I, I don't need to put myself in that in that position um to stress out, basically, is what I'm saying.
0: Have you ever considered playing an MMORPG?
1: Um... I I could, I I don't consider myself a gamer and I don't, uh, it's just, I guess with time I've realized it's not something I love to do. And lately I just, when I'm not acting or when I'm I'm not pursuing acting, trying to do auditions and, and, uh, you know, um, MP3 auditions for, for voice work, I want to do things I love, like be outdoors. So I have not pursued those. I was, uh, a part of, uh, dungeons and dragons campaign that we did um with bryant descartes and amelia rose blair who are both on detroit become human so it was an online twitch thing that they did and it was really fun but that's the extent of my gaming life and um you know i played super mario karts when i was very young that's about it
0: so next question is if you could change one thing about your character what would it be
1: oh hard one um well, I think I think Ray's is really fun. Maybe at times she could be quieter. I know sometimes people are like, "Uh, she's so loud." Um, but you know, I think that that's for the um for the the creators to decide. I'm I'm happy being her voice and uh I I think she's really really wonderfully created, so Uh,
0: how are you finding streaming? Um I think we we have touched on this like a little bit towards the start but obviously is there anything you can tell us about streaming that you didn't know before maybe or like that?
1: um i think it's just i've learned to the, do the multitasking it's a really tricky thing to like be talking like say if we were talking right now but there was a chat going it's like i'm listening to you and i'm trying to respond thoughtfully but then there's also somebody asking another question and or they're like oh could you please talk about this because it's so interesting so i think kind of maintaining a balance between like um uh, talking live and keeping engaged with the guests, but also paying attention to the chat and shouting people out for fun things. Uh, And, and also, you know, just not worrying about if it's a, if it's a busy chat or not, or if it's like a lot of people watching or not, I feel like, like sometimes it's just a quiet chat and a smaller stream and that's okay too, you know? Um, but. I, I i don't put too much pressure on myself for twitch because i want it to be something fun that i enjoy and i don't want it to be this like oh my god i need to do this you know because yeah. we have enough of that in life already i just want it to be chill and and fun you know
0: yeah yeah I, I agree with you there i used to worry a lot about my stream but then i've just i'm just like yeah i'll just do it for fun now
1: <laughs> yeah so yeah, it's, it's we gotta we gotta stay fun you know
0: yeah yeah So, that's pretty much everything um, I have written down for question-wise. Cool. I'm going to ask you very nicely if you can do some voice lines for me. That'd be great.
1: (laughs) Sure. Are there specific ones you'd like that you you prefer?
0: Anything you can do off the top of your head. I I obviously don't mind.
1: Um, I love... Here comes the party!
0: Yes, I'm
1: pumped! Um... Time for the fireworks! Uh, I love... Aw, oh, I'm surrounded by mia familia. We won't lose! Who said this wouldn't be fun? I'm having a blast! Oh, and then my, one of my favorites is... Zino. you sure I can't listen to music? You're really bringing me down here, man! <laughs>
0: So cool. I love it. I, I always get nerd no out when I'm interviewing voice actors and actresses and then always do the lines. It's so magnificent. And it's like especially. Yeah, not being yeah, like, no, directed.
1: I I feel you. Same happens to me.
0: Uh, I'm just gonna that's that's everything. Uh where can everyone find you, lastly?
1: Oh cool, yeah. Um on Instagram I'm Ravasa, it's my last name. On Twitter and um, a Facebook page I have Carolina Ravasa. Um, my YouTube channel is Hispanglo-Saxon. Uh, I have a lot of fun videos up there. Every every one of my Twitch live streams, I condense to a 15 minute video. So if you do want to watch um, me exchanging voice lines with uh, most of the other characters in Valorant, you can find that on, uh, I have a, a uh, what are they called? Um, oh my gosh, on, on YouTube, they're called, not channels, but playlists. Thanks. I have a playlist for, for- You know for valorant streams um and that's been incredibly fun with with all the actors um so yeah that's that's, and twitch my twitch is carolina ravassa you can find me there and i do a lot of uh kind of interviews like this one with other voice actors
0: uh and you go live every tuesday and thursday is it um yep 12 to one specific standard What's me stream today with Amelia Rose Blair, who's lovely. Oh, cool!
1: Yeah, yeah, she's she's a doll. She's such a she's, they're, oh, the both of them. I don't know if you played Detroit Become Human, but their Twitch live stream is awesome. You know, that's another thing when dealing with anxiety and and keeping mental health in check. I think that you know, surrounding yourself by really cool friends that support you and and can help you out through tough times. Uh, I, I talk through a lot of social media stuff with them because <laughs> they have. So much experience with it and and sometimes it's like oh you can't pay attention to the haters you know or trolls are going to be trolls and i think that's it's always nice to know that they have the same issues sometimes and so we, we exchange information and learn from each other and i think that having a really strong group of people um around you is important for sure
0: i agree i agree 100 percent.
1: yeah